worry that your money won't last as long as you do? Hold on to your hats, folks. Here he comes. Don't fear your financial future. Get your game plan in place. Everybody's ready to go. He's ready to go. I'm ready to go. And you're ready to go. With a team that has decades of experience. This is Michigan's Retirement Coach with Bruce Van Hall and Michael Douglas. The word on so many of our mind, taxes, as we just continue to watch the government spend money. My analogy is like a kid in college who just got their first credit card. That's what I feel like the government is doing with with money and government spending. But is it possible to go through 20 or 30 years of retirement without us having to pay any taxes? Probably not. However, best-selling retirement author, Patrick Kelly, he says there are certainly some strategies that can help you lower your tax obligations. So we asked him if we can do those things on our own or if we need professional help. And here's what he said. You know, the tax-free retirement strategies are quite easy, but they're not simple. You need to work with an individual who understands how to do it, and how to walk you through the process and what it means for you individually because everybody's individual needs are different and someone that can help you look at your situation and say, this is right for you is always going to be your best bet. It's always going to be our best bet, he says. But realistically, are we talking about saving just a little bit of money or is this a worthwhile practice and process for the average retiree to look into? One of the great things Patrick mentions is that it's a simple concept, but a detailed process. That's like saying, oh, how do you get to Texas? Well, you go Southwest, right? That's, that's the easy answer. Right, well, right. You know, we go Southwest, you go down and left. That's what you do on a map, right? Right. Well, it's not as easy as that. You have a detailed process to get there. And depending on where in Texas you're going, depending on where you're starting, like all these things, they matter. And then the different things that pop up, traffic, construction, all these different variables. Do you want to pay tolls? Do you not want to pay tolls? There's a million ways to get to Texas from mid-Michigan. In the same way, there's a lot of different ways to get where you want to go. If you want to be in a position of, you know what, I want to pay taxes, because here's the question. There's two certainties in life, death and taxes. And sometimes tax season can make it feel like death. But for the most part, people say, I just want to pay the least amount possible. Mm -hmm. I don't want to pay, if I have, you know, a million dollars in an IRA, I have to pay taxes on that. The idea has been all along that I'll pay for it later. So when that comes in, you will pay taxes, but there are strategies we can do early on while you're working or while you first retired to lower them. Taxes are at a nationally historic low. I mean, if you look at the history of federal income tax, we are at the lowest point since 1913. So with that, knowing that, it'll probably never be lower, but most likely election aside, anything else, even just the history tells us that they will go back up and go up pretty significantly quickly. When our economy decides that we're going to move taxes up, federal taxes, they Mm -hmm. go up quickly. Mm -hmm. They don't creep up. They go up very fast and they come down slow. So it's almost imagine you shoot a rocket up in the air and then the parachute comes out. Like when you're a little kid and you launch a rocket, right? Yeah. Well, it goes up really fast and then the parachute deploys and it kind of slowly comes down. The same thing happens with tax brackets. They sprint up to pay for something. Our first ever federal income tax was in 1916 to pay for the World War Mm I. That was our first ever federal income tax system. We did have a flat tax back in 1861, but that was our first one. And so it went from zero way high and then it slowly came down and then we had World War II and it sprinted back up. So that's the way it works. The same idea being we are at historically low numbers now and that they will go back up and when they'll go back up, they'll go up quick. So if I could pay taxes today, if I could spend money now 
to save money later, what does that look like? Yeah. Well, I have an IRA. I have a 401k. I have all this pre-tax money, a 403b. If you're with the state of Michigan, a 457 with the federal government, you have these accounts where you've been putting money away but never paid taxes. Right, right. Well, when taxes are at historically low rates, what if I take some of that pre-tax money, even money that I don't necessarily need for income, mm-hmm. pay taxes on it and put it into a Roth IRA or put it into life insurance or put it into a trust or put it into a non-qualified account in ways that I know that I'm saving because I'm paying at the lower tax rate. When things go on sale, I buy extra. When peanut butter's on sale, when milk's on sale, I buy extra right, of right. it because I know we're going to use it. Right. In the same way, when taxes are low, you can buy extra taxes. In the future, am I going to have to take them out? Yeah, you're going to have to. Required minimum distributions, those RMDs mm-hmm. at age 72, they kick in. And so when those happen, whatever those tax rates happen to be in the future, that's the tax rate you have to pay when it comes to your retirement income. It can become much more expensive if you don't know what the cost of goods is going to be. It's kind of like when you when you see one of those things where uh, my mortgage was for $300,000, but by the time I paid off a 30-year mortgage, it was mm-hmm. $480,000. That's right. Mm-hmm. Same concept. If I know that today on this money, it's going to cost me 15%, 22%, 24%. And I'm almost guaranteed that in the future, that same money is going to cost me 30, 35, 45%. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't I just do it now? Right. Why not just pay it now and make sure that I'm freed up later? When taxes go higher, I have tax-free money. So hopefully you've been able to get back out in the recent weeks and able to enjoy some of your favorite restaurants, something that a lot of us miss doing in the past months. But perhaps when it came time for the check you pay, you might have been surprised to see that the prices have gone up. The government keeps telling us that overall inflation rate is low, but Morningstar's Christine Benz pointed out that there are some categories where prices are rising rapidly. A couple of biggies. One would be health care. The other would be food. We've seen inflation in both areas. I think health care has been inflating like at a 4% rate. Food has been more in the neighborhood of 5%. These are big increases, Mike. So the real inflation rate is clearly higher than perhaps what we're being told. And that's something that we need to be keeping in mind, particularly considering how long retirement lasts for so many of us. Imagine what things are going to cost 20 to 30 years from now. So how do we begin to deal with inflation on a personal level? Well, there's a couple things. First of all, knowing what you want retirement to look like helps you know how to address it. So like you mentioned, different segments of the economy inflate differently. I think the last number I heard uh, is that long-term care needs inflate at like 9%. Healthcare is like five and a half to six on average. Right. And so that's in a typical climate. And this is obviously an atypical climate. But as we look at the different areas, what do you want life to look like? So I'll give an easy and obvious example. But if you're a boater, Mm -hmm. we rented a cottage over on the west side of the state. um, Gosh, it had to be almost nine years ago, 10 years ago. And we rented a boat while we were there because we're staying on a little lake out by, um, it's called Lake Gratton, Big Pine Lake over by uh, Rockford Mm -hmm. building area. Mm -hmm. And as we're out there, we rented a boat for the week and it was a great experience, but that was back when gas was like $4 and 50 cents a gallon, something like that. Uh-huh. And so that week, the gas for the rental was more expensive than the rental. Wow. It was through the roof. And yeah. so it's a wide varying cost. Well, a lot of our Michiganders, a lot of our people here, when we retire, we're going to spend time on the lake. We're going to spend time up north. We're going to spend time doing different things. And when we do those things, uh, we have to know, well, if I'm a, if I'm a fisherman, if I'm going to go do these things, I have to build in some fluctuation for the cost of maintaining my boat, the cost of gas, all these things. Whereas right. if you're someone who couldn't care less about that, you have your garden, you crossword, you stitch, you you do whatever, and you you kind of are more of a 
the, the hermit retiree, right? Where you stay yeah, home and you yeah. do all the things inward and you couldn't care less if you're around fish and water and everything else. Right, it's right. a different plan. The things you do might inflate differently. Right. And so knowing that idea, we want to travel. Well, travel has an, its inflation and, and the cost of air travel and all these different pieces. So knowing what you want the retirement to look like first, you want Got to know it. first the vision then you can figure out the logistical steps to get there. It's kind of saying until you know where the destination is, you don't know which way to point your feet and which way to start stepping. So that's what we're going to do. We want to build that model out, understand your perfect retirement days and what you want it to be. And then once you know that, we start saying, okay, well, then based on that, these certain sectors, these certain segments have different levels of inflation. And then we build that into a, a really comprehensive plan mm-hmm. that gives you a very simple answer. And so when we do that, we can look out and say, all right, well, based on your vision for retirement, we're going to use a 3% inflation rate, knowing that we need to inflate your personal income by 3% per year. And from there, we go across. And, you know, it's been interesting. There are certain areas that have just gone through the roof and other areas that haven't hardly changed at all. Right. Milk is cheaper today than it was five years ago. And so significantly, and it's right. like, how does that happen? You right. know, and then you go through these seasons where everything we went through the coronavirus and food shortages and rationing and mm-hmm. all these things, and they make these drastic moves. And um, I jokingly said I could have sold toilet paper for gold about five months ago, mm-hmm. you know, and now right. it's just back to being toilet paper. That's right. And so when you see these things, there are these hiccups, but then there's also long-term trends. We want to account for both, and we want a comprehensive plan that says, you know what? You keep gardening, you keep boating, you keep doing those things. Our plan has built around all these different issues. Right. It's interesting, the idea of inflation. And I feel as though how many people forget to consider that when it comes to what they're going to want to do in their years ahead. But I mean, if you ask anybody who was driving in the 90s about how much gas costs then versus how much it costs now, they'll be like, oh, I remember the good old days. It's a valid example of what we're talking about here, how inflation can rapidly creep in and 20 years later, here we are. And I think that that's something that a lot of people forget to factor in. Well, there's also the side of the what if, the things we don't know yet. I mean, to put it in perspective, Google hasn't turned 20 yet. I think Google was formed in like 2001 or two. That's wild to think about. Yeah. And Imagine so, a life before Google. A lot of us yeah. can't. Yeah. And the, and the internet is less than 40 years old. Right. Darren Hardy is a, a business entrepreneur guru. He's a very forward thinking analytics person. And he was talking about how we're at a phase where we will grow more in the next century than we've grown in the last 3,000 years. Mm-hmm. Technologically, we're advancing so much that now the thing that we make phone calls on actually has more power than the biggest supercomputer that was ever seen 30 years ago. Uh So knowing how fast things are evolving, we don't know what we don't know. And so having plans that say, I'm going to build out for these things. Inflation, here's one of the tricky ones. And people say, I think I could live on about $60,000 a year, $70,000 a year, right? Right. Well, in in 20 years, that is going to take about $90,000 to buy the same groceries, Mm -hmm. to go on the same amount of driving, the same everything. And so you think, my goodness, well, then, you know, if you live, if you retire at 55 and you live to 95, that might be $115,000 a year for the same lifestyle. It's crazy. And so you don't change anything, but all of a sudden you got to pay a whole lot more money. And the good piece is that for whatever you want to count it towards it. Social security tends to keep up with what that cost of living adjustment is. Mm -hmm. But like we mentioned, the cost of living adjustment stated by the government does not often equally line up with our grocery bill Mm -hmm. or our end of the month expense total in Quicken. So we want to make sure that things we do are accounted for personally. That's why I don't like these generic answers of 2% or 3% or 1.5%. Well, what if my lifestyle is different than yours, Heather? What if the things we want to do in our retirement is different? So when we do that, we need something that's really specific to us that we can understand 
based on our goals, who we are and what we want to do, that I'm not talking to someone on an 800 number who doesn't really know me from anybody, but someone who, when I sit down and talk about my kids and grandkids and what I want life to look like, that they've built plans around those people and that we know our life's going to be okay. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Bruce Van Hall and Michael Douglas are investment advisor representatives of Stewart's Wealth Planning, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than what originally invested. Stewart's Wealth Planning, LLC is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Michigan Insurance License Number 87250.